So welcome along to the uh, Cardiff City phone-in. I'll come to you for Jan first, right? Just to say, you know, um, you, you're you're one of my students on 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 a, on a module. I think you've been on, on on one before. Tell us about your um, your connection with Cardiff City and your and your family's connection with Cardiff City. I mean, my whole family's been Cardiff City fans, well, since I was born as well. And um, my auntie and uncle have um, season tickets, so go they go to well, not mainly now with the whole COVID thing, but they used to go to like every game and whatever games I could go to, I'd go along as well. And their um their seats are right above where the players come out as well. Oh yeah. So that yeah, that's always uh good as well. <laughs> well, how old were you when you first went down there? First game, I think I must have been about eleven and I met Tom Heaton that game. Oh wow. Yeah, he was, I think he was injured at the time and he was walking through like the, the room that's at the back and managed to get a picture with him. And then like the same uh, game sitting around us was like, oh, who was it? Like Mark Hudson, he was sat there and oh, there managed to get his autograph. And it, there were yeah. quite a few others yeah. I can't remember the name of, but yeah, like first Cardiff City match. <laughs> You're particularly pleased to see Mark Hudson come into the club, aren't you? Al? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I've been going on about it for ages, haven't I? I? Previously, we were talking about Wagner and Hudson. That was the dream team. Obviously, Wagner's gone to better things. Um, yeah, he's done his coaching badges. I. I hope, I mean, this is nothing against Steve Morrison at all, but I hope he's been brought down as manager and waiting, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd like to, when we were on last week, I was saying I'd like someone just to come in to oversee what's been going on at the club mm. with a view to then taking over in, in the summer. And if that's Mark Hudson, I'd be really, really happy with it. He, he speaks really, really well. Um, and I think everyone, agree, everyone agrees with us. The difficulty is going to be that if he's brought in now and we do really badly. Exactly. I know we've, you know, we've said with regards to Morrison, he's telling you the season's end. I haven't heard anyone say how long Mark Hudson's been brought in for. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know that, but you know, I'm just hoping that you know, we've got to build now, haven't we? You know, we've got to build as long as we can stay up and then build from that. Um, Hudson was with. I was reading, reading today when he went in with Wagner at Huddersfield. Wagner gave him a choice of going with the under 19s or the under 23s. So obviously rated him very highly. He went with the under twenty threes. I'm just hoping he's you know he's he's moved on from from there. The experience he's brought, obviously, with Huddersfield when they were in the Premier League, and then move forward with City. Uh, did you think when he, when I first kind of heard rumours that he was coming, which I was I was quite excited about actually. Um, do you think? Did you think the same thing as me? I kind of thought maybe he might have been coming in as you know at last we'd have a director of football, you know. Yeah, exactly that. They're calling him first team coach, aren't they? It's yeah. strange the way the strange the way it's working. Um, you never know what's going on at the football club, Jill, let's be honest. But um... no. however, you know, over the last few weeks, and I think it's purely and simply because of this show, you know, we, we, we were talking about it, wouldn't we? We'd like Steve Morrison, you know, we're also very keen on Mark Hudson and also bringing in someone who's played yeah. for the club and has a connection yeah. with the club. They must have been listening out. Yeah, well, it's interesting though, right? He's he was saying he was on some coaches um, podcast recently, and he, you know we've been saying that we think players should all live locally, buy into what's going on locally, understand what the fans feel locally, and he was saying all of that. And the irony is, apparently, him and his missus have just bought a house in Cheshire last week. Yeah. So, so I don't know what he's going to do. You know, is he going to is he going to move in lock, stock, and barrel? I know when he was here, obviously, and you know he was 
Um, he lived here the whole time, didn't he? Um, yeah. Down in the Vale. I'd like to, I'd like to see just relocate and just get on with it. Um, but have the confidence, you know, the club show show confidence in him and just say, well, look, you're going to do this. Have a three, four year project and get on with it. Um, yeah. Uh, look, let, let, you know, from our perspective, exactly what's happened is exactly what we said. So we can hardly complain now. If things go wrong because that's no, what we want. No, we, no, we can't complain now. We can't. We can't complain. Uh, you know, you know, it, it's, it's our fault. You know. Um, Mark, are you, were you were quite pleased in the end with the, with the way it turned out, the decision that you know the club made? Well, I don't want to swear, um, Steve, but I was star, star, star delighted because I think they made the best common sense decision, mm. business wise. You've got Steve Morrison that can uh, who can work with the assets, which is the young players, and to bring Mark Hudson in was was uh, was a, was a cherry on top. I the only thing that I'm concerned about, because I remember coming on the show last year and Mick McCarthy had had his run of uh, undefeated 10 games or whatever it was, 11 games. Hmm. We were all like, oh, this is great, you know. But what he did is he came in and he made some subtle changes and other teams weren't used to seeing Cardiff playing like that. And as soon as they worked out those subtle changes, the 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 big guys were were marked much more. The, the defenses were pushed up higher on the set pieces. They worked out they could kick a ball over the top, and then McCarthy didn't have an answer to that. What I'm worried about now, which it does give me some hope to see Morrison make the changes he did against Huddersfield in the second half, that he had another plan in place. What I hate. I would hate to happen is that he gets found out eventually as well. You know what I mean? I'm hoping that he, he is more of a tactician and because he knows the players better, the young players better, he's got more options than McCarthy had. And we don't get found out in 15, 20 games time. Hmm. Uh, you know, that's what I, I really hope that it really works. You've got a hungry guy, a guy that's trying to prove himself in management. You've got a brilliant guy in the background that's going to be guiding him with Hudson. You've got a, a great assistant by the looks of it as well. We've got some great young players coming through. And I think this is a real opportunity now to steady the ship and then, then push on. I said to you in, in a Facebook message, I said, you know, what's Reuben Colwell worth now? He's got to be half a million, million quid, you know, mm. young guy like him, Welsh international. Well, look how many of those we've got. This yeah. this could be a, this could be a golden period. This could be yeah. the Man United of the of the nineties with Nicky Button, Giggs, and Beckham, and, and all them guys. We've got so many good assets, yeah. And I'm so delighted that they're not going to be wasted on long ball football. They're going to be able to pass the ball. They're going to enjoy. They're going to be competitive. They're going to and the, the biggest thing they they're going to want to play for the club. All, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the biggest thing. city at heart, you know. Yeah. And as is as is Steve Morrison by the looks of him as well. He's he's yeah. got his passion and his drive. McCarthy was there for the money. Let's be honest. He's he's uh, he he's at the end of his career. Yeah. He he he's just there to 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 fulfill the contract. Hope he does well. If he doesn't do well, well, you know, I'm going to get paid anyway. Steve Morrison's got a point to prove, hmm. and I and think we, he will we, do it. 
Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. It's just something about him I like. I don't know what it is. Just kind of reassuring. What was what was the response uh, in in the Harris household uh, and uh, Fionn to uh, you know the, the the decisions with with Steve Morrison and uh, Mark Hudson? Would generally go down well throughout the family. Yeah, definitely. I think it would just be nice to see something different that you know that hopefully works out well. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah. I guess Mick McCarthy was was he was you know was there was that a, a day of grief when when he moved on? Um, it it was like it was uh, mixed. <laughs> I think yeah. yeah, um, yeah, it was. Well, I think uh, definitely towards the end, I think saw it come in a bit, but hmm. yeah, it wasn't. Uh, we weren't exactly broken hearted about it, but. No. I mean, the, the point that Mark's making about the formation, um, I think, I think it's a, it's a good point he's making actually about you know being found out. But I think we we're now playing Fionn, I would say pretty well, like a lot of other sides in the championship are playing, rather than being the odd one out by playing a rather archaic, you know, not very attractive form of football. So maybe now we're you know there's less to find out because we're playing similar football to the other teams. You know, we just got to try and try and make it work now. I guess. Yeah, definitely. I'll be uh, be interesting to watch. <laughs> who who of the young ones on the books now are you particularly you know a fan of at the moment? Uh, you know, Ru- Ruben Colwell, of course, comes up a lot. Yeah, um, I think one of my favorite players at the moment is definitely Kiefer Moore. Um, but I just um, I go I like to watch the um, under twenty ones a lot as well, and it's like it's nice to see. Yeah, because um, a few of the um, first team players, the ones that don't really have much game time, they go down to help, and it's just nice to see them as well. So it'll be yeah. nice to see that some of the under twenty ones hopefully coming up soon. Well, there's a, there's a fair few, aren't there now uh, in the squad, Al? And of course, that's that's the that's the big thing where which was so reassuring, you know, with with the club. Um, you know, there might be, there may have been another more economical reason, perhaps, for some of the decisions that they've made. But you'd like to think that they thought, well, you know, we've already got Steve Morrison on the book. He's already working with, with that squad. He knows the players. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got continuity. He's connected to the club. The fans. It's strange, like, it's strange isn't it? You know, it's almost like we've got an abundance of riches, and and we've made these appointments this this week, and we're not even looking at the league table and how how really yeah. poor. You know, it, you know, it, it makes for poor, for poor reading, but. All of a sudden, this seems to have really sort of galvanised everyone, doesn't it? And everyone's looking forward to, to moving forward. Um, a couple of people now have, have commented already about right. um, Max Waters coming back from yeah. MK Dons. Again, we, we mentioned this last week, didn't we? Um, can we recall him? I, 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 yes, we can. Um, bring him back in. All of a sudden, it looks like we've got a strong squad. I know it's you know, on, on paper. Um, if they were to bring Wintle back as well from crew, um, it, things are looking good, aren't they? Um, yeah, not, yeah we're, we're, you know, let's get rid of the dead. We again, we said it. You said it last week. Get rid of the deadwood in the summer, and all of a sudden, we've got a great nucleus moving forward. You're just going to have to have some older heads in to help them, you know, inevitably. Mm. Um, but some of the some of the some of the young kids coming forward is just coming through. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Well, I mean, the Isaac Davis one is a, is a, is a, is a good example of that, isn't it? Because um, you know, in, in the in the most recent match, which we, which we went on to win, which we could easily have lost, by the way. But when it, when he came on, there was like an almost immediate buzz. And the first thing he did was, you know, he just chased a guy 
to, to put a tackle in and just showed it showed a bit of heart and commitment and all of a sudden everyone's way here we go you know just but that's all it, it takes everyone doesn't it yeah, yeah but that's 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 all it takes isn't it mm. that's all it takes to just show that bit of commitment get the crowd behind you i don't know who it was made the comment last week but it was spot on if that was josh murphy he'd have just fallen over and gone to the ground yeah and that's all we you say heart commitment passion but that's as fans as, as long as we can see them doing that then we'll forgive lack of quality. Yeah. But it's when what we don't want players, you're throwing the hands around the place, saying, "Are oh, we?" You know, um, not chasing balls down, not closing down. We we don't like that as 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 City fans. But if if, we, if they'll just run their proverbials off, then we're happy. Yeah, and there's 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 a few of them, aren't there? You know, there's a few few youngsters there. I mean, that's one thing I suppose uh, you could say. Um, you uh, you could say, Mark, you could give give Mick McCarthy some credit for you know he, he did he did kind of give a lot of youngsters the chance didn't he you know that will always be the case he would have given them their first game for Cardiff City I mean that's that's no bad thing is it it's not a bad thing and yeah he deserves some credit for that but uh he didn't have much of a choice did he let's let's be honest it's uh with all those guys leaving I mean uh you lo- lose a, a bulk of your players what and he's not allowed to, to bring any in and the ones he did bring in, he seemed to uh, get rid of them pretty quick. So um, on loan, so he didn't have much of a choice. I, I, I'm, I applaud him for that, but I'm glad that he's gone because, I mean, who, 19 years old, coming from the end of the 23s, and being played out of position or being played played in a in a system that is is uh, is at least 30 years. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's not it's not it's not great for their progress, you know. And uh, I I I liked Steve Morrison, for example, brought Mark Harris on for a cameo sub appearance. He scores, then he sticks him in the starting lineup for the next game. He doesn't play so well, but he's got options, and they're all young player options. We don't need Josh Murphy anymore. I mean. Yeah. I, I was so hoping that Josh Murphy would would work out. He's just not going to work out, and we don't we don't need him anymore. No point even you know just just move on from Josh Murphy. We've got we've got players who want to play, players who give all. Like Al said, you know, and uh, I can't. It's it's great. It's really great. It's interesting. It's interesting, Mark. Following on from what you've said, we've had a comment here from Stanley Williams. Exactly what you're saying with regards to sort of the outdated dinosaur sort of football that we were playing under McCarthy and the comments we made here Morrison and Hudson are technicians of the modern game they studied the teams that we're playing that week they and that we play rather regarding strengths and weaknesses and then put out a team to beat the opposition football is now like playing a game of chess and there is that isn't there you know where you've got to play according to who you're playing against yeah. people like McCarthy to me were so pig-headed it was my way or the highway this is the way I play football he didn't know any different um Perhaps that's no criticism of him, you know, because he was just relying upon his own experience. These guys are coming forward, you know. They've, I know Hudson's done his A licenses and he's done it with the Welsh FA, you know, renowned. The, the, some of the coaches coming through there, you like Sir Patrick Vieira, you like Sir um, Thierry Henry, they've all done it through the um, FAW. And now we, we're benefiting from that programme, having someone like Mark Hudson coming through, who will have been, you know, learned how to coach alongside these sorts of people reading everything all the interviews with him everything coming forward what i'd like to know is because we've criticized city for not having any football heads on the board i'd love to know who knew to get him 
unless they were listening to the fans because it is such an ideal to me anyway it's such an ideal um appointment to make hmm. who's come up with it that's a really good question i i reckon that um that uh, chu and dalman i think that you never see uh steve and kath wiggins in the same room as chu and dalman i think they, <laughs> they, they come on this show and, and they listen i think i think uh, that's what happens yeah You'd like you'd like to think it was you know something like that at least yeah obviously I'm not, I'm not saying it was to do with this show but I'd like to think that the grand swell of opinion coming from the fans you know it, it was just such a no brainer for me really to 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 make that decision. Can I just have a comment, Steve? That Martin yeah. Edwards, sorry, Martin Edwards just made a comment. They were listening to Pete Bradbury, and I know that's going to get a chuckle among some people. There you go. Thanks, Mark. But very good. <laughs> Pete would love that one. He's not been very well today, so that would probably make him feel a, a little bit better. Um, Elliot McAndrew said it was Morrison who asked for Hudson. Yeah. Well, that would that would make complete sense. Yeah, of course it would. Yeah, it's in, yeah. Because it's strategically, football terms, an, an intelligent move, isn't it? What I don't understand there, though, is Morrison was saying in the press, unless he was just throwing swerve ball, I haven't spoken to anyone about the job. Hmm. Okay. And then within minutes, it's oh, and he's asked for Hudson and got Hudson. Maybe that does hint towards a longer term strategy for for Mark Hudson. Does Vincent Tan, um, uh, Fion, does Vincent Tan uh, take any credit? You know, I, I read his quote when when the appointments were made. You know, uh, at the club, is this um, is this Vincent Tan overseeing and looking after his um, you know investment in Cardiff City Football Club from afar and with a wise football head on his shoulders? Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> probably like, <laughs> um, yeah. probably right, not. I'll, 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 I'll ask you somewhat differently then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, th there's a view, isn't there? That football's so challenged at the moment, you know, financially and Vincent Towns put a lot of money into the club. And, you know, if he, if he was to disappear, we'd, we'd, have, we'd have a lot of debt in our hands. You know, what do you know yourself and your family? Are you kind of, you know, supporters of what Vincent Town has done for Cardiff City? Do you kind of see it both ways? What's the general kind of mood? I mean, um, yeah, it's definitely put a lot of money into the club. And, like, I think, well, we've seen what it can do because that you can, you know, that type of money with the good players can take us up to the Prem. But um, I think ultimately it's, well, who, what team goes out every week and because I think you can spend so much money on players, but if they're not playing or if they're not with a team that's like, that works well, then it's not going to work out. And we're currently just one one place and a couple of points outside the bottom three, just as a you know a little kind of re real reality check. So I suppose there's, there's a there's a way to go um, yet. In terms of January returns, I don't know. I'll ask Fionn and, and Mark first. Um, you know, I think we've got four kind of players pretty well, four main players out at the moment. So it would be um, Wintle, White, Waters, and Murphy. I suppose would be the four. I think Mark's already kind of made his point on it. Um, are there any of those players you think you know you'd like to come back in January, Fionn? Um, I mean, I think it'd be good to have them all back because I know there's um, everyone's got opinions on <laughs> all of them, but I think you know it'd be 
good to definitely have them back and see whether they work with well with um the with the, the, with the new, new manager well. and new tactics yeah. I suppose. yeah i suppose there is there is an argument um i know al with josh josh murphy you know, I think it was 11 million or something we, we spent on him um, just as we were going up towards the premiership. I was quite excited at the time, to be honest. And he, he has shown flashes of brilliance, to be honest, but he's just so he's so so um, inconsistent. So do we just, you know, do, do we just say, well, he's out of contract at the end of the season, but, you know, we're not going to get any money for him. We don't want to pay his wages. Bye-bye, and he just goes. Is that, is that how it is? He's got to leave it to his agent to pull the wool over someone's eyes and say he's still a really, really good player, perhaps to go abroad or something. Um, no, come on, he's a, he's had he's had his chance, hasn't he? Um, flashes of brilliance for eleven million pounds is just not good enough. Um, Richard Davis made a good point earlier. He said Wintle and Waters have benefiting from playing regularly. Um, now you know McCarthy said when the when he let Waters go that that's what he wanted. He wanted him to go away. Uh, it was his signing wasn't it, to, to to come back. Um, I'd bring them both back. I'd bring them both back. Um, I don't know who we could then kind of get rid of if you like on on loan. Um, we're going to lose an awful lot of money on whoever we let, you know, the players come out of contract at the end of the year. They're all the big, real, uh, basically the big earners, aren't they? The high earners. Um, at the start of the season, they're the sort of players perhaps we wouldn't have wanted to get rid of. But now the youngsters have come through and shown us what they can do. I think we're all saying, keep Joe Rolls and the rest of them can go. That's certainly the way I'm looking at it. So um, Aidan Flint, Sean Morrison, two kind of, you know, Big, big defenders. Even yeah. though he scores and goals, eight and Dispensable, aren't they? Dispensable. Especially for what they're earning. That's what I would say. You know, the, the, the big earners, um, we can get in. I'd expected more of Nelson, really, um, to be honest with you. But, we, you know, we, we might need to, to obviously shore up at the back. But for what they're earning, if, if we're looking at it as a, from a financial perspective, from a business perspective, we'll be able to get in equally good players on far, far, far less money. Um, than they are. I think bring McGuinness into the middle. That, that's that's my the first thing I would do. Um, he's done so so well since he's come in. And what's got to be said is a really it's been a you know poor performances week on week on week. And I think Mark McGuinness is one of the only ones I think who can come out and say, well, look, you know, I've, I've, he's, imp- well, he's impressed me and, and and several others. I think. I mean, he gave away the goal in the last game, but he's going to make mistakes because he's still a young player, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, that that happens, doesn't it? Yeah. And the thing is, again. Because he's he's tried so hard, going back to what I was saying earlier, we forgave him for it. No one was on his back because of that one mistake. No. If it had been Bakuna, it'd been another thing. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. no, I think you know, you know, we'll we'll forgive the youngsters for things like that. It does, doesn't matter. Loads so, and loads of good loads of good comments coming great, in. Great, go for it. Go um, for going from I say too many, but it's great to have them. Jamie Anderson, who contributes every week. When you're a youngster who's been in the age grades for years and have been a fan of the club, to come in and around the first team, it must be great to see Hudson in the, on the coaching staff. Legends for the club in their own right, with many appearances for the club, and now you learn from them. All for the club and not for the individual game. I mean, it's interesting. They've showed photos of them. They've Ruben Colwell and I think it was Isaac Davis um, in, in City shirts when they were nine or ten. And it was yeah, yeah. Shirt. It was a city, yeah, but it was a city shirt that Hudson would have been wearing at the time. So you know they'd have been in the very very small age groups under nine tens or whatever when Hudson was there, and now to be playing a lot, you know, under him effectively, and it's just going. It's that continuity. No, it's fantastic. Um, there we go. Mark Martin Edwards again. Hudson loves the area, so does his wife. If it doesn't work out with Steve Morrison, then Mark Hudson will take over. So there we go. And that goes back to what we were saying. Um, Mickey Villain, nice to see Giles back training today after Wolves called him back. Yeah, Wayne Matthews, contracts are nearly up for a couple of the old heads. Who would the panel keep? 
Okay. Um, should we should we talk about that then? Because you yeah yeah I mean we all I think you know my I yeah. I I'd keep Joe Rosen and just bomb the rest out. I haven't got the list in front of me now, but it's pretty well all of our, pretty well all of our better paid players really. Um, I, I don't know, Fion, what, 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 any any of the players that, that there are a contract, that you, I don't know if you're aware of which ones are, but there's some of the, the big names out, you know, Morrison, Flint, um, I think uh, Bakuna, um, and, and a whole number, a whole number of uh, Marlon Pack, whole whole number of other kind of uh, smithies, high earning players, um, but it includes Joe Rolls, who's been at the club, you know, for 10 years now, and uh, was in the last game was given the captaincy, which seemed to go down well. You know, is is he the only exception for you, um, or are there other players you'd be more inclined to try and retain? Um, I definitely say Joe Rawls. He's, I mean, I've as long as I well say not as long, but like as well as long as I've um, properly been into watching Cardiff, I think he's always been there. So I think, and I think, um, yeah, I don't think the team would be the same without him. To be honest. See, I kind of like Joe Rolls, right? But, you know, he does get a lot of flack now and again because he's, he's by no means a glamour player and he's not, you know, that creative and he's not that pacey and he's kind of quite one, one-footed in a way. He's left-footed. But I always think, um, Mark, I always think he gives us a nice balance, you know, on the kind of left-hand side of midfield. He's like a safe pair of hands in that position, I think, really. Well, we're a better team with Joe Rolls in it at the moment. Um, in my opinion, I definitely keep him. I think we need a, a an experienced player at the back. I don't know what's the matter with Sean Morrison, whether his injuries or or uh, he's he's just not the he's not the Sean Morrison that he has been. But he's still, you know, if he comes good, I, I would consider offering him a very much reduced wage kind of contract. What's he now? 30? 30, 31, 32, is he? One is he? I thought he was a bit younger than that. Okay, he but, might be right. Uh, uh, I wouldn't keep Marlon Pack. I think that he just makes too many errors for me. He's he, he, he seems to think that he's got a lot more time on the ball than he actually has. And uh, um, he's another player that you really want to be great, but he just frustrates all the time. He, he can spray the odd great pass and then he can get caught in possession within within 10 minutes. You know? Well, right, he's 30, by the way. 30 is 30, mm-hmm. yeah. I think we need... I, I don't... If we got with a Flint and Morrison... We'd have to bring somebody in because I don't think Kieran Brown is the answer, so and I just, don't think just Nelson. And mm. I think, I think it, it would be it would weaken the defence options there. I think just, we need an older head there. Okay, just put just put just to, just to speak up a little bit for Kieran Brown to give him a bit of a, a break. I mean, to be to 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 be fair to him, he played out of position at left wing back. He's no left wing back, and he played left back, and he's not a left back. I mean, he's a left footed central defender. But we've never seen him play there. And um, sometimes I think with Curtis Nelson, who I actually think is, is with, I think with Curtis Nelson, he suffered a bit of a confidence loss, but I think he's a good player. I think he's better on the right-hand side uh, of, of that. You know, if you're going to play three at the back, I think he's better on the right than the left. So Kieran's got a natural left foot. So I don't know. Yeah, but then we've got McGuinness there as well. So I think that it depends. I mean, if he's going to, if he's going to try the three at the back system, if he's going to, you know, then, then, I don't know. I, I, Curtis Nelson is inconsistent. Kieran Brown, I think, is not the finished article. I, I think. I think we can. Yeah. I, I'm just talking about experience at the back there. That he needs a, a level head. You got someone like Mark Hudson who's going to be really pushing the defensive side of what things. What a good defender he was. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. He's he's going to want a marshal at the back of that 
defence. If we if we lose Smithies, Flint, Morrison, and we're left with McGuinness, who's a bit young to be a, a, a marshal at the back. Kieran Brown, the same. Curtis Nelson, can you see him marshalling the back three or four? Uh, no. It's a very young back three or four there, or back five, you know. It's, it's very young without... I think I think we could do with an experienced head in there, you know. So if we got rid of, uh, I, I suppose we use that phrase. If if we if we let people like Sean Morrison and Aidan Flint leave, you know, uh, whether it be as a bargain in the January sales, or or maybe l- later on uh, in the year, that would free up some cash, wouldn't it, Al, to uh, bring in you know an experienced player from elsewhere? Of course, it's going to be a buyer's market. There's so many players yeah. out there without contracts. You know, it's it's not nice, is it? It's not a nice thing to say. But there are loads and loads of unemployed footballers. Okay, there will be loads of unemployed footballers. We've got Mark Hudson coming in. Okay, we spent the last couple of years getting to know football. Okay, if there's someone that you're going to trust to bring in at least one, possibly two good centre halves, you'd want Mark Hudson to be that man, wouldn't you? To bring him in. Yeah, that's uh, and good I think point. we're really, really well positioned now for Mark Hudson to say, do you know what? When I've been going around watching football, I, I saw him the other day. He was at, he was at a Crew Alexandra match, just there, you know, just probably just learning learning the ropes or whatever. He will have picked up as he's been going around and he'll say, well, do you know what? You can go with this player, go with that player. We'll bring him in. Um, trust him more than anyone else. It's, it's fantastic. Um, so I, I reiterate what I said. I mean, okay, you know, there's, I suppose, you know, Morris, Sean Morrison, lovely guy, Aiden Flint, lovely guy. But, you know, we haven't got, we perhaps haven't got the money to, to, to renew their contracts. Let them go. Let them go. And like we go back then. Someone else has made the comment. Like I bang on at this every single week. If Aidan Flint and Marlon Pack really showed a commitment to this football club, they'd have moved into the area and understood what it's all about. I know it's only in Bristol, okay? But I think every city player should live within, say, 20 miles of, of, of the city to understand what, go back to what we were saying about the Derby game. Joe Rolls understood what the Derby game was. Some of the players who've, who've sort of come in had no idea what the Derby game was all about. Next time we play Swansea, we need them all to know what that is all about. Okay, and I think Hudson made a point again. This interview that he gave a couple of weeks ago, he was saying how Malcolm McKay had come in and really got that changing room, dressing room, really going in the same direction, and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need everyone pushing in the same direction. It's all about the team now moving forward. So, so going back to that Swansea game for you, which is you know pretty well got to be up there as one of the low points of the season, um, or down there rather. Um, is that another? Is that more evidence of you know um, City should should have just moved faster? It was just you know surely surely he should have gone there and then, or if he was going to go you know or because it was an international break coming up as well, wasn't there? You know, did, did we hang on to? I suppose it's an obvious question. But you know, would you would you say that we, we hang on to we hung on to McCarthy for too long, and kind of dillied and dallied when we maybe could have moved more dynamically? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think uh, we should have let him go when it started going downhill. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe people thought maybe it might have just been a little bit of a rough patch, and he might have come back like you know they yeah. might have started winning mm. like week after week again but I, I don't know I think after the few games just of losses I think it was just time for to bring someone new in and get the player spirits back up again and try out something new hopefully and yeah I think it was a uh, time for him to go yeah it just it was quite frustrating really because it was like writing was on the wall it just seemed to me a bit you know a bit I don't know a bit daft really to to just leave the pain lingering on. 
we just talk about Wales a little bit, if we can. Uh, just a couple of things to do, you know, with Wales because we got, we got the matches this week. Um, you know, big win over Belarus. Um, hundred games for Gareth Bale. Nice Cardiff boy there for you, Mark. Mark, you know, yeah, bit of, yeah, bit of yeah. Cardiff quality there, say. Yeah, yeah. I think he's uh, greatest ever player. He's got to be up there, hasn't he? John Charles, maybe, but uh, yeah, and the, and the older guys. But uh, what what a servant! So, what so you said about Pont- we were talking about Ponticlean earlier. You know, I live in Ponticlean, so uh, you know yeah. me and me and Gareth. I mean, you know, we're, we're like that. You know, yeah. he lives about two miles away from me up the road, and he's yeah. yeah. Do you reckon yeah. he's going to come back one day to his you know beloved home city? Um, I'd like to think so. Whether we can afford him is another. <laughs> You know, I don't think we, I think he's still going to want to be play, paid to be playing, isn't he? Well, so he's going to be he's going to want. I, mean, I think he'd want to be playing. This is kind of Cloud Cuckoo Land uh, football over a beer conversation, but you know, he's going to he's going to want to be paid. But he has done so well, and he's been so well advised in his career, and he's so financially stable and set up. I just wonder, maybe you know, I just maybe if he might just want to do that before he retires. What do you reckon, huh? Anyone ever done that? Craig but then whenever I don't know, someone will make a comment here. Craig Bellamy, maybe different kind of way. Maybe I don't mean just the city. I mean, I mean generally. You know, does uh, do, do players do players do this? I don't be, know. I'm trying be to, benevolent to me financially. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap my brains. You know, do, do players actually? Oh, do you know, I'm going to go back to my home club now. They're playing in the championship. Um, well, I'm just going to go there. I'm not interested in money. No, I'm not saying he's I not hope, interested in I money. Some, I hope someone. I hope someone corrects me, and there is someone. I you know, obviously we'd love it, but um. He might just be reasonable with his money. He might, you know, maybe we give him like, you know, I don't know, give him some other, give him some other kind of role. You know, we can train his horses in the week and come play for City on the weekend, you know. Or a huge, huge promotion bonus. Get him Vail uh, golf. Uh... Yeah, he's got a golf course in his back garden. You know, he's all right. The thing is, these, these, these comments then, they, they sort of gain momentum, don't they? And then people go, oh yeah, if he comes to us, then we'll make the money in shirt sales as though he's like, you know, Ronaldo or something. Um no, I, I look. I, I can never really take it that seriously. People talk uh, to me about it all the time, though. Is Gareth Bale coming back? Because he because he, he lives because he lives near by, I suppose. Um, on a, on another kind of Cardiff note, Cardiff Cardiff lad, um, Fionn Joe Ledley hanging up his boots. I think he, he sent out a couple of hints. I'm still available, you know. I'm still up for a game. Yeah. Fairwater boy and all the rest of it, you know. Um, I don't know what any thoughts on Joe Ledley retiring. I mean, it's. He's one of those players that, as well, when I was growing up, he was always. I think he was playing for. Yeah, he was playing for City, and he was. Um, I was lucky enough in the summer when I was doing my work experience to be um, to well to hear the interview he was doing for the Wales game. Oh yeah. Um, and yeah, and he um, even um, after they'd done the interview in the off air and that he was so lovely to everyone and. He said, you know, he'd um, he'd come back any time to help, uh, you know, to do interviews and stuff. So, yeah, I think it's sad that he's retired, but yeah, it's, um, I think he was one like another one of those players that I think will always be one of my favourites. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a proper kind of you know f- full on proper Cardiff Cardiff boy, you know, Fairwater lad and all the rest of it, you know. Um, he, he was good for us in his day, wasn't he, Al? You, you, do you like Joe Ledley? Oh, yeah, I loved him. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, and subsequently, and when he went to Celtic, they loved him up there. Just an all-round sort of, yeah. Someone would probably say, you know, was it we had the six million offer from Stoke and we didn't accept it? And then in the end, he went for nothing. And then he became Celtic's highest player, highest paid player when he was there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously someone's did a good job for him. Um, but no, fantastic. But this goes back now. 
you know, in the years that come, whatever he, whatever he does, City mm. should always try and stay in contact with these players yes. to make sure that they're welcomed back in. We've spoken this, Mark, haven't we, about, um, about Keith, you know, yeah, like a motto you know there, yeah. close to your, your heart. But it's now is the opportunity for the, the club, you know, to keep in touch with, you know, your likes of Kevin McNaughton, for example, Ledley. Mm. You know, and 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 bring them and bring them back in. Um, they got the opportunity to do it. I'd be interested to see where Joe Ledley goes now. Um, you know, again, you know, money's. I don't think money's anymore. But, you know, money isn't a problem now for for people like him. But it's what he does next with next with his career. Uh, but what a career! You know, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and the amount caps here for Wales and so on. Um, yeah, he's going to. He's he's up there with you know. Uh, is it too much to say all-time city favorite favorite perhaps not on on quality um mm. but certainly his relationship with the fans for me uh yeah fantastic. yeah yeah i mean that that that, that but we've got going. this opportunity steve again right so he's a, he's a local lad and we all remember him for being a local lad we're now bringing for, through six or seven local lads yeah this is what the club can build on it's got a big yeah. opportunity here um, uh, Mark, just to talk to you, I, I was going to say, Al's already alluded to it, you know, with, with, with your uncle, who a lot, a lot of City fans will, will remember very, very fondly, you know, Keith and, and his time with the club. Um, and I think, I think you mentioned uh, in a message last week, wasn't particularly kind of um, made welcome by the club in terms of, you know, being treated like maybe a former player should be, would you say? Well, he was... He- not not under the current regime no he was I, I, he went to the club i think it was 2008 mm. uh, peter ridsdale was chairman i think and they invited him there and presented him to the to the, the fans i think if you remember rightly and they were doing it all through the season that particular season was it a centenary season or something i don't yeah, know why, why. Yeah. yeah um so you know i can't, I can't say that since he's stopped playing at cardiff I haven't supported him anyway because they they have over the years. It's just that the last, um, when he was diagnosed with dementia and when he was still with us, if you like, we expressed a, a, an interest to take him to see, because all, all he would do, and it was really sad to watch, because all he would do is watch football mm. on the TV. So of course, it's not live football on all the time. So we would just put recorded football on for him and he would sit and watch it all the time. And he was very modest man and he never bragged about his football during his life. At, at the end of his life with dementia, all he would speak about was football all the time. So we wanted to take him to see City play and we couldn't get, we couldn't get past the, the you know, the, we couldn't get anybody to get tickets. We couldn't get any interest out of it. So Keith's wife, Janet, then made a complaint and I think it was Damon Searle that got in touch and said, look, I'll get him tickets, we'll sort him out. So, whereas um, we had to go that far, we had to make it a complaint before he got any tickets. It, it wasn't forthcoming before that. They knew about his dementia a long time before the public knew about it. And it was never bring the family down, you know, or anything like that. It was never, nothing like that was forthcoming. And it, it was, um, it upset him. That's what I didn't like. It upset yeah. him. Because he was still aware of the fact that what was causing his dementia was probably his football career, and um, and he felt that he gave his heart and soul to, to Cardiff City, you know, and 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 subsequently to Barry and to to, to Merthyr. but um, Cardiff City was his heart and soul, you know, it was his proudest moment, and um, I think he, he was. I, I'd, I'd hate to think he was hurt by it, but I think he was, you know. 
Mm. And it it was it was breaking my heart because I would just say, well, we just buy you a ticket, you know, take you down, you know. Now, it, you know, with all the will in the world, it's it's a lot of money for the whole family to go to 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 watch Cardiff play, and uh, he needed to be looked after at that point too, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it does break my heart a little bit mm. that he didn't get to go one final time, you know, and uh, it was very sad. Very we, sad. We, we, we talked about this a little bit uh, before you came on. I don't know whether you want to say, but you said about um, a slight, a bit of a falling out with, with, with Len Ashurst. Is that right? At some point, Mark? That, I don't know. That's, that's how he left. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure about the full story, but mm. At the, I mean, I was young still at the time when he when he left. But as far as I can tell, it was something to do with the transfer. I think Norwich were coming in for Keith. Keith didn't want to leave Ponteclean. I think at the time he was still living with his mum, with my gran. You know, mm. he didn't want to, he didn't want to leave Cardiff. He loved Cardiff. He loved Wales. He loved Ponteclean. He loved. He didn't want to go and live in Norwich. You know, and he had a falling out, and that's then that's that's when he was shipped out, and, and that was it. That was his Cardiff career over. You know. But then he went on to start for Merthyr and I, uh, I'm i a musician, as you know. I play in a local band as well as touring around and I played Barrytown Football Club the other week. And there's a big picture of him outside. Yeah. It's funny enough, outside the gents' toilets there, but he, he's, he's like <laughs> he's like a hero to them and people are coming up. And, you nice. Know, it's, it's and what really broke my heart just to... to, 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 to uh, we, when when we, were, we were in the funeral procession, it went through Ponteclean and obviously mm. all of Ponteclean was out clapping mm. and it was headed towards Coy Church Crematorium. Mm. And um, we were driving through Lanhari and there was one guy with a Cardiff City shirt, a ball mm. under his arm and a little dog. And he, he'd been waiting for Keith to come through, you know, I mean, I'm choking up. And that, that choked me up, you know, the, the, he must have been in his seventies, this guy, and oh, he bawling his eyes out. And, you know, ah. it was uh, hard to see, but also made me really proud. You yeah. Know? You should be so proud, you know, that he was so well thought of, um, you know, uh, and well, this uh, is the thing. We've, the got, fans, you know? we've got kids in the, in the squad now that are local boys, like he was, you know, Cardiff city catchment area. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, they, they, they're going to give as much passion as, he did, you know. They're going to play with their heart and soul. Mm. They know all about the Swansea rivalry. They know all about the Bristol rivalry. They know all about the Wrexham rivalry, if there's going to be one in the future. But you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's. They know about Cardiff City, whereas a lot of the guys are coming on big contracts. No disrespect to them, but they're, they're more, I'm playing for a club and I'm earning X amount of thousands a week. These, these kids aren't going to do I think we've got a really, really positive future yeah no uh, it's exciting it's exciting my so, uncle would be proud put it that way can I come, can I come in there Steve? yeah it, sure uh, great fantastic words Mark. absolutely fantastic we would look in there's a couple of us on whatsapp groups city whatsapp groups and whatever and you were drawing the parallels then with the youngsters and we were talking about january 1977 i know we're going back but i'll, I'll draw the link now to to keith in a moment january 1977 we beat spurs at home 1-0 the, the, the obviously the everyone knows the Peter Sayer, um, the Peter Sayer goal. Um, lots of people for that month, the week before, we'd signed Robin Friday, and Robin Friday scored two in the go two goals against uh Fulham. And oh, brilliant, he was kept tied, so he didn't play. So, we were going through the other day the, the team that played 
uh, against Tottenham that day. Mm. See, Peter Sayer came in, age 21. And then you forget, you look at the other local lads who were playing in that team, okay? All right, in goals, Ron Healy, okay? Not a local lad, but we brought him down from Man City. He was, only, he was still 22, 23. Phil Dwyer, right back, okay? So he was 23. Brian Attlee, left back, age 21. Then you go through Peter Sayer, 21. David Giles, 20. And then there's a 20-year-old on the bench when they, in the days of only having one sub. And who was the guy on the bench? Keith Ponton. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Right. So, so what I was saying, we then went on to the conversation and said we had a squad then of 12, five local boys. Mm. Great parallels now with today, isn't it? Moving forward. And it was a shame, really, because that team could have gone on to a lot more. A lot of those players went elsewhere. Giles went, obviously, Crystal Palace, because we were offered what it was at 100 grand. Peter Sayer went, Brighton, because we were offered 100 grand. So basically, those days, you were offered a bit of money. Off they went. Brian Attlee went on to play for the Jacks. Um, two players stayed with us throughout the whole time. Phil Dwyer, Keith Ponting, both of whom then went on to play for Wales. So Keith came on a sub, the 4-1 game Wales-England, the race course, everyone goes on about that game. Keith Ponting came on that, came on that game, as, as I said. So, you know, we're talking legacies of players, okay? Mm. You, look at that, you look at that 12, everyone goes on about that, that the game where we beat Tottenham, Um but not so many people go back. I mean, the highlights of that game, there's 20 minutes of that game still on YouTube, right? It is absolutely fantastic to watch. Now, I'm an anorak. I watched it this week. I watched the whole, the whole thing. And I screenshotted the team before when it came up. You know, the old graphic used to come up. I screenshotted it. I didn't realise that Keith Ponting was in that 12, okay? Um, but if you look, if you look back at it... Um, he must have been some player because no one then used to put a centre half as their only substitute. He just mm. didn't do it. Mm. But Keith Ponting was. So there we go. I mean, that's the greatest thing I can say about him because I, you know, I was at that, that game. I don't remember it, but I was there. But you know, I grew up with Keith Ponting in the Cardiff City way, and a lot of the guys will be commenting here. Um, I'm not even looking down, but I know Richard Davis will be there. Um, John Stubbs will be there. They'll all be saying the same thing. We all kind of, if you like, knew Keith Ponting. Yeah. Um, and that's the best thing I can say about him. You know, we're, we're, fantastic. Mm. But thanks for your words as well. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. No, thanks, Sam. I appreciate that. To me, he was my uncle, you know, he was my, my superstar football uncle. And I think I was on a show before and I said, uh, on a Sunday, we all had Sunday dinner around my grand's house, my nanny's house in Pontaclean. He, he was living there. He was still living there, you know? And I would nag him. I was like six years old. I would nag him to play football in the garden. <laughs> and he, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to get injured. He was worried about getting injured. So he'd go in goal. So she had this like three-tiered garden. You had the top bit, then there was another bit, then there was another bit. So we played in the middle bit and it had a little one breeze block cut size wall, which was the, the goal line, you know? And he was so big that I couldn't score against him and he was a, he was a, a goalie you know and I was it was it was the goal was like three times the normal size of a goal and I couldn't score a goal again he just stick his hand out and he'd stick this out and he'd stick his leg out I mean I, I got those memories of him just being an uncle really modest gentle soul you know and uh, I, I don't want to dominate the show with, with talking about Keith but uh, you yeah, know 
it's perfectly valid that you should you should talk yeah. about kids. I don't think we get a chance to do this sort of thing very often. I mean, mm. you know, we, we, very often when we've got the international break, as we are now, we're scratching around, aren't we, Steve, to say, well, you know, but to, to, to be able to have a member of Keypoint's family come on and share those memories with it, yeah. it's what this is all about. As far as I'm concerned, it's what this, this is this is what it's all about. And it's fantastic, really good. I, mean, I, I bumped it, I bumped into into Keith a, a, a few times because I can live in the same kind of area. But you know, and uh, yeah, like you say, just a total gentleman, mm. Mm. you know, and no no edge to him at all. You you, you know, it's not. I mean, I'm, there was nothing like that about him at all. You know, so. It's, it's 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 nice nice to uh, nice to talk talk about him, um, and give him the you know the tribute and credit on a show like this that that that, that he deserves. Uh, and I come back to you again, Mark, in a second. But another kind of talent before the end of the show as well. We'll we'll, we'll see, see if we can if we can if we can give give that a, a mention. Um, Fionn, um, look looking looking to the, the rest of the season with with Cardiff City. How how are you feeling about you know it shaping up at the moment? We got this kind of rose-tinted glow of you know new new managers in place and they made a good decision and a sensible decision do you think we'd be okay yeah i think so i think um i think uh the player spirits are definitely rise a bit and i think i well hopefully it'll be a different like we'll see a different side of the team that we haven't seen in a good few weeks so yeah yeah hopefully it'll uh go well and how important do you think it was that we managed to turn that around and get that, you know, that kind of beautiful late winner last time out? You know, how much of a spring and a step will that give us, do you think? Oh, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely um, a big moment. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely, um, it'll turn, I think. It, it's nice to see us winning again, to be honest. Like, And, yeah, I think we'll be able to uh, do well the rest of the season. Well, I hope you're right. And of course, we got um, uh, Sang and Bowen, a couple of you know, a couple of more youngsters to come back. And uh, I suppose Al, if you if you put them in the mix, and then you you know, if we did bring back you know the three Ws, uh, you know, uh, White as well, maybe uh, Wintle and Motters, which gives us a bit more in midfield, gives us a bit width, gives us something else up front. You know, might look a lot better. We see who leaves. You've got some comments there, haven't you? Yeah, but I was sorry to go backwards, but I think it's but I think it's fitting that they have to be said because I think it's it's worth it. Mark's with us, so I think it has to be said. And you know, I I, I know a lot of the boys were making the comments, and they're all kind of great. Our era, if that makes any sense. If you don't mind me, I'm going to go back to them and then go, go for it. Yeah, of course. The, the of course, current, yeah. current yeah. crop. Um, there we go. Um, Richard Davis has said he remembers Lyndon Jones, Keith Ponton, Phil Dwyer, Taki McLeff, Paul Maddy, all being part of that same team. Again, all local boys. Um, John Stubbs, I grew up with your uncle playing for the city. It was, it's great to hear all the stories. Uh, Mike McAndrew, what a cup run that was. Great games for Spurs and Wrexham and so unlucky against Everton. A great servant and player was Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Thomas, great hearing about your uncle Keith, about your uncle Mark, brother, sorry. I remember him when I watched the city in the 70s and early 80s. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's just... Got to put those stuff out there because you know people taking the time to make the comments. Going back mm-hmm. to what we were saying um, about about youngsters now, all of a sudden I'm considering Cardiff City like we've got a team of world beaters. I don't know where this has come from. We won one game. We won one match. Yeah, it's like I'm excited all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, 
oh, crikey, have you seen this fan, you know, and I'm laughing at Swansea and I'm thinking, well, how am I laughing at them? They're the way in the league, but I think they haven't got what we've got, you know? And I used to come on here and say, yeah, well, they're not putting any money in their academy anymore and it's going to come back and it's going to bite them on the ass that they haven't put any money in. Well, that might well be true now because something's going right at our end. Um, I don't know who should take the credit for all of that, um, but hopefully bring these lads through. Yeah, how am I so excited when we're like fourth from bottom of the table? I'll just never know. Can't wait for the rest of the season now. All of a sudden, tell you what, I'll tell you what you probably are looking forward to, and I and I hope I hope you 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 get the result that we all want is when Swansea come to our place. You know, oh, the double's never been done, has it? <laughs> I know I go on about them all the time. I'm not obsessed at all. <laughs> Sorry. I'll grow up, wouldn't they? No, don't grow up. Don't please don't grow up. That's not that's not, that's not what football's about. No, no. But, um, I you know I I I'd, I'd like to think you know I'd like to think that that would be a just chalk and cheese. You know, when, when can you imagine? Like, can you imagine Isaac Davis or Kieran Evans or Ruben Colwell getting the winner against the Jacks at our place? Mm. It, it, it's what dreams are made of, surely. When we beat them three 0 and we have those three on the goals on the score sheet, oh, come on, yeah. I don't mind finishing fourth from bottom as long as that happens. You know, you know when you're trying to go to sleep at night, are these are the kind of things you go through your head. <laughs> I'll say yes. <laughs> Not just me then. Oh, fair enough. No, no, no. Um, Mark, we be, be remiss of me not to mention the fact that um, seeing those lovely guitars just behind you, when, uh, and several others in the corner, you got ridiculous amounts of guitars. Uh, seeing you're on the Cardiff City phone in just as our guest, and you just happen to have a new album coming up next yeah. week. Yeah. It's not why you're on the show, by the way, but you know, it's uh, it's, you mention it? it's an album of Cardiff City songs through the ages. But this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something about a robin. I won't repeat what it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to. I, I feel awkward doing this. I mean, it's not this is a football show, but yeah, I got an album come out on the 26th of November. If you like blues rock, if you like Jimi Hendrix, check it out. But uh, it's uh, it's getting some good reviews, but you know, it's not for me to say, really, is it? You know, trying to be modest like my uncle was, you know. But uh, yeah, thanks for the opportunity to plug it. But uh, it made me all embarrassed. To be so they can, they can they can all Google you after the show now and find That's out all right. about it. Yeah, I'll get uh, a flurry. Other local other local rock stars are available. Is that what you're supposed <laughs> to say? Right. Yeah. I tell you, my my uncle when he found out I was playing in a band, right, it was the only unmodest thing he said. Hmm. Uh, and I, I got to play Tembi Blues Festival. Okay, so there was 700 people in the audience. And uh, the next day, I went. We went at dinner again, and and uh, and he said, "So you, you played in front of seven hundred? I said, "Yeah." He said, "Us Pontins, eh?" And I <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I doubt, I doubt he ever played in front of seven hundred at Ninny, and he might have done at some point. I don't know. I don't, but I, but I doubt it. Are there any more comments, Al? You wanted to try and get him? Oh, I can't believe I'm going to. I can't believe I'm going to say this one. Uh, my good friend Crutches, who comes on the bus with us. Um, Kerry Hughes, different type of football than what we've been given for some time has to excite the majority of the fan base onwards and upwards. Well, we'll all agree with that, won't we? We'll all agree with that. Um, Richard Davis made another... I love this comment. Um, in the latest Wales squads throughout the age groups, we have 11 players in the squads in the squads compared to the Jacks. They only have four. The tide has turned. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that entirely. Good comment. 
Yeah, we gotta hope we gotta hope um, that you know that 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 crop, which seems to be kind of you know you know we're kind of we're reaping a crop at the moment. Just hope it continues. And also going back to what you said about the youngsters in 1977, and as soon as there's some bucks on the table, they were gone. We gotta hope you know that we we we, we can keep some of those players for for, for the time to yeah, come. Yeah, John, the, the the comparisons aren't they? They're, they're almost eerie when you look at it. You know, when you see how many youngsters there were, but that squad was just, look at the squad. It was great. Um, Doug Livermore, John Buchanan, you know, they were older heads, weren't they? It, it, it's just mirroring what we were saying earlier in the show. We need a couple yeah. of older heads. Um, Carmel Dan, I mean, that's City team, you know, that year. He was called Doug the Slug, wasn't he? Yeah. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, but he, you know, he good came player from, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he came player. from Norwich, didn't he? He was, yeah, he, he was cracking good players. And, yeah, yeah, so, you know, that sort of thing, but... I think the, that year the cup the cup run took over everything, didn't it? Really? Um, yeah, it was on that match of the day for weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that, that we'll scored. Yeah, then we, yeah. The, the 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 Wrexham game. Then we won three two. Cracking game. What a goal that was as well. Yeah, and then Everton. Yeah, two one wasn't it? Thirty six thousand. Yeah, it was Albert Lamore, wasn't it? And it was Duncan yeah. McKenzie. I remember Duncan McKenzie right in front of the Grange end when he when he put that goal, just dancing around the line for a stuck it in the net, you know. Well, that the footage and, and Evan said about this. There's only the only footage from that game that's remaining, from what everyone can can find, is that goal. The other two goals don't exist for whatever reason. But we've looked at that goal. You know, when Albert Lamore, it was like a Mark McGuinness back pass, really, just sort of tumbled wow. over it, and then Phil yeah. Dwyer fell over on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know. Uh, a shame that you know that team at the time sort of broke up. Hopefully, this team doesn't. But I think, like you say. If our youngsters progress at the rate they've been progressing so far, hmm. it's going to be really difficult to hold on to some of them. It will be. Uh, Ruben Caldwell, you know, like like we, we like Mark was alluding to earlier, an offer came in for him in January. Yeah, who knows? Let's hope it, let's hope it does, doesn't happen. Um, we've got to look just looking forward to the Preston match now, just to close off. Um, the good news, I don't think Josh Murphy can play against us. That's a big relief, isn't it, Al? Yeah? Yeah, well... Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got Preston, Hull and Luton. Okay. So th- th- those three games. Um, yeah, we're winnable. We're winnable. Well, we say that every week, don't we? Yeah, we're, well, you know, they're still winnable. <laughs> <laughs> well, Richard, Davis, Richard Davis just said nine points. There we are, nine for nine. Wow. For okay, well, I, I can't compete with nine. Um, what do you reckon, Fionn? Um, I mean, I think any, any wins are win, so I think we'll take it. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling confident about it, definitely. What about you, Mark? I don't think I don't think we realise how the tide of our luck has turned. Aston Villa sacked their manager. So Gerard went to Aston Villa, took the assistant with him. So that ended our pursuit of that guy. And all the ducks lined up in a row for us and we got we got what we wished for, put it that way, with a little bit on top. And I think Kiefer Moore is going to explode into a, a goal scoring frenzy now because he's got Ryan Giles who can stick it on his head he's got you know yeah, so, the, so that one more time goal scoring frenzy I like that frenzy one. I think he, I, I think if he didn't score three goals minimum yeah. in the next three games then you can you can take me out round the back and give me a kick in right I think. I've got that recorded just to let you know <laughs> I think that he's on fire I think he's going to change um, his it's, it's all his whole body language has changed you know I think that uh there's, there's an excitement and there's a buzz. So I think we'll win all three. I think we'll win at Preston. I think we'll go up there and I think we'll get something. Seven from nine would be fantastic. 
But if we can come through all three unbeaten, I'd be happy. Listen, uh, great show. Lovely, lovely talking about your, your uncle, Mark. I was really nice. I'm really glad we did that. And uh, Fiona and Al, thank you very much. And um, we'll see you all again soon. Thank you.